Hello, everyone. This is Sonata Allison. You're listening to episode 18 of the Parallel Podcast, where we talk about sexuality as it should be. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. So I hope there's a lot of people here listening to this episode because I think it's important to have this conversation, especially for Christians, because it's kind of hard to figure out how to navigate these spaces where it's like, do Christians go on online dating? Is it okay? Can the Lord still use online dating to have the man that he desires for you to have find you? All these different questions that we have. And also, I want to do this episode to kind of normalize the feelings and experiences on the apps as well. So I had one of my close friends on with me and I hope you guys enjoy it. So let's get right into it. Hey, here we are. I keep doing dumb intros with my friends. Oh my gosh. So this is my friend Genesis. Hello, hello friends. Yes, yes. And we are talking about dating apps and I guess online dating as well today. But... Before we get into that, I have a question for you. For me? Yes. My question is, in your life, over your lifetime, what is one aspect of God's character or the whole Trinity that has been evident in your life? Ooh, what aspect of the Trinity? Yeah, like what aspect of their character? So some people have said redemption. Some people have said peace or grace, different things like that. I would say... Oh, that's difficult. Not difficult, but just choosing one. I would say grace, just because there's been a lot of things in my life that he didn't have to do, and Mm. he chose to let them happen in my life. Maybe things that I never asked for or didn't fully comprehend, and he has exceeded that because of his grace. So obviously dying on the cross for me is something that you know, he chose to do that. It's in the grace. So I'm going to go with grace. That's a beautiful one. God is so good, ain't he? He's so good. All All right. So all the time, God is good. (laughs) Amen. Yeah. So we're going to talk about online dating because, well, so you've been saying online dating, but it's like dating apps, but I guess it's online still. So I guess telephonic dating, but you could do it on the computer. Yeah. Well, because we're talking through Wi-Fi connection. Yeah, basically, <laughs> if you want to follow that. What was I going to say? <laughs> Interesting. Dating through the interwebs. I completely forgot what I was going to say just now. Anywho, yeah, so people are dating and they're they're doing stuff on the web. And oh, that's what I was going to say. I was hanging out with Genesis this past weekend because one of our friends got married. Ooh, ooh, shout out to Freddie and Victoria. And their honeymoon, living it up. That, they are on their honeymoon. That was a good time. But in the car ride to church... We were talking about like dating apps and I don't know how we got, well, I know how we got on the conversation, but we were basically talking about our experiences and different things that we've thought were fun or also horrible about dating apps. So I know Jen, you were saying like, you've been on dating apps for like a year, right? Almost a year. Yes. Almost a year. And I would say, honestly, I probably have been like dabbling since it started because me and my friends would just be like on it playing games. Like... (laughs) in like high school or something i don't know when it first came out but just like doing just for fun so i think i really started taking it seriously maybe like last year so i don't even know That's if i take it seriously still though 
given that we were not able to go on actual dates right because of the pandemic, so yeah everyone was kind of on it and i'm like you know what maybe there's more people on here that are actually serious because they can't do it anywhere else did not find a serious one <laughs> update right exploration right no serious ones but we just want to talk about like the pros and cons ups and downs of dating apps so yeah just what made you get on the apps oh <laughs> uh, yes that's the million dollar question so a little bit of a backstory i've always been against dating apps just because i just didn't think and again we're talking from the christian perspective i just didn't think it was god's perfect will for my life to find you know somebody or a future spouse on the internet it just kind of sounded like it was in my power with the click of you know whatever it is swipe left or right or whatever it is i will be in control of choosing that person and i just kind of had this idea which i feel like a lot of especially christian women we kind of have this idea that he's just going to come to our lives when we <laughs> least expect it he's going to knock on my door and like you are the one for me kind of thing yeah you stepping on some toes right now yeah sorry well i'm stepping on toes too cuz i used to think that way too and I think a lot of times Hollywood and even Disney has fed into this fairy tale idea that that's just the way that it's going to be. Not saying that, you know, the person that maybe it's out there actively looking will find you in that way. Everybody has a different story of how, you know, they meet their special someone. But I guess for me, I was just not convinced in the idea that finding somebody on the internet for that specific purpose, you know, would be it for me. So I would say, I just, want to, I just want it to be organic. Like we're in the same space. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm going to walk into like church or something and he's going to see me from afar, but <laughs> no, it hasn't happened, at least to my knowledge. But I remember, so back to how I got into it. I think me and one of my friends, we were just talking about dating and how, you know, the ups and downs, like we love our single life, but sometimes like we just wonder like when, are you going to find somebody and like, you know, develop a relationship and all that. And I think it was in a joking way. I think it was saying, well, we, maybe we should join like Christian mingle or like <laughs> all these like corny ads that you see on like TV on like social media. And I think I said, well, if you join one, I'll join one too. And we'll do it together. Ha ha ha. And you know, time passed and I completely forgot about it. And I think it was in October. My friend texted me. And she was like, hey, I joined a dating app. You should join with me because we had said previously that if she did it, I would do it. So I'm like, fine, I guess. I guess that's how it's going to be. How, like, what's the worst thing that can happen? And so last October, I think that's when I officially started on this online dating. Yeah. So as you were talking and you were saying like, you didn't think like all oh, Christians could find people that way. It made me think again, like, first of all, dating is hard in general. Like, yeah, it's hard for anybody. Honestly, at this point in my life, I really think that being married is a miracle <laughs> because it's literally so hard to find anyone that is in Christ funny and also has a nice face. Like haven't seen it or yeah. they haven't you guys seen me. Are happily successfully married. Right. So, right. And then you put Christian on top of it. So first of all, the dating pool is already smaller. I think there's more women on earth than men. 
or maybe that might just be okay yeah so there's more women on earth than men and then you want someone who's a christian and that basically makes it the i don't even know what it looks like <laughs> it's yeah. not even a pool or a kiddie pool it's like oh, a teardrop <laughs> that, there you go. and it's my tears <laughs> That. So, so like, it's really hard out y'all out here y'all and y'all already understand like how hard it is so i just want to put that out there like it's already hard so to put christian on top of it just makes it that much harder and like i genuinely am convinced if i do get married it'll be a miracle and i think being single has helped me like cherish it even more well i don't i'm not married yet but cherish marriage even more because i'm if it does happen it's like one in a million like there's it's so hard to find someone so when it happens it's like wow i need to cherish this that's probably one reason why i'm grateful for how long i've been single because i think i i'll be able to cherish marriage more oh yeah absolutely and you know this about me but i've never had a boyfriend never been in a serious relationship i've talked to people haven't we all talking stage I honestly, I think I've said this to you before, but I've never gotten out of the talking stage. It just kind of just becomes a circle. And I mean, you'd be married. There's a lot of people that are just like that. And I'm that person as well. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, yeah, we kind of have to like make like a group or like join <laughs> forces because we need to figure this out. Why don't we ever get out of the talking stage? <laughs> it's because these men play too much. That's why. I mean, women out there are all but yeah, you're gonna... right you're right we'll be playing games too yeah. but yeah so let's talk about some of the funny things on dating apps is, is there any like funny stories you have or like weird things you've seen yes well i haven't been catfished although i was able to talk to some of my friends that have been using dating apps longer than i have and they've been telling me stories of you know meeting somebody and they'll be you know texting back and forth and then it comes to the time that they will go on a like a official date, like in person, they're going to meet face to face and the person not being, the person being remotely different from what they look like on. Really? Yes. That hasn't happened to me. It kind of sounds like an episode of Catfish and MTV back in the day. So I had a couple of friends that had that and I'm glad that that hasn't happened to me yet. I kind of don't want that. I literally just pray when I go on a first date with somebody that I meet, it's like, please God, just let them look exactly like their picture. Like, I don't want any surprises like that. That made me think of one thing though. Like one tip, what? this is one tip that I think of in my brain. This might be mean or whatever, but I'll look at their dating profile and I'll pick the worst picture out of the lineup and I'll assume that's what he looks like. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's one word. That's what I, I've been doing and it's proven I to be I personally true. try to find them like on Instagram and yeah, see- but if like, they don't- but if they don't, or if they're private, it's kind of hard to tell at that point. But, you know, I just kind of go with a leap of faith and just, I feel like if I were to go and I see the person doesn't look exactly like their picture, I wouldn't even bother, like, showing yeah, up. I'll just yes. <laughs> but that also reminds me, like, we have become, like, FBI agents because of online dating. <laughs> I know, I yeah. think my, my FBI agent be watching me and saying, what? oh, wow. So that's how you, oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like I could be an FBI agent. I've gotten to the point like I'm really good at finding people. And if I don't find you, you just don't exist. Yes. And one of my roommates is like way too good at it. Like she'll be thinking like, okay, I saw him here. He talked to this person. He said that he had keys in his hands. So he probably works here. And she's she's like 
a whole different level. Okay. Yeah. She don't even need a name. Master in just finding people. Yes. It's actually scary. But anyways, yeah, I think personally too, like I have the most recent date I went on, I saw him and I'm like, oh man, because he did such a great, like he was such a great communicator, but uh, the looks were just not there. And that's the hard part too. It's like, you feel bad when you don't find them attractive, but like, I can't make myself think you're attractive. Like I would have loved to have done that in that situation because we'd be together right now. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a balance between their character, kind of like what you get to find out or learn about them as you're talking. And then it's just the characteristics. So that's where the physical features just kind of come into play. So when you see that person in person, it's kind of like, I feel like within the first 10 minutes of you meeting that person just kind of tells you if- Girl, first five seconds for me. Okay, yeah. First five seconds. I kind of get a chance to like talk and like hear them in person. It's like, (laughs) oh, maybe, maybe not, we'll see. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. You were asking about funny stories. So for those of you out there, so the dating apps that I've used have been Upward, which apparently is a Christian or like a yes. This is not a sponsor. This is not sponsored. I actually do not like Upward at all. It was yeah, the first it's a travesty I, over there. I don't know. I would just not, at least for me, it didn't work out. I, I think there's another called one, another one called Young United or something like that. United Young. I've heard about that one too. I haven't really tried it. I use Bumble and that one was good, but like, I just didn't like that. So in Bumble, if you guys don't know or have never used it, is that the girls kind of, the girls make the first move. So you kind of match with, you're the first one that messages the other person, the guy. That one was okay. And then my personal favorite, not that I'm promoting, but the one that I felt like was better was Hinge. And in that one, you can kind of, edit your preferences of you know characteristics that you're looking they has prompts the app just designs just kind of like to break the ice like what's the worst travel trip that you've ever had or one thing you should know about me or you know different things and you can comment on people's on like let's say if you're a guy and you're going on the app and you're seeing like a girl and you like her picture you can comment on the picture and send it so when she sees it she kind of sees what you're saying yeah I had a selfie of like me with like my hair pulled back and this guy was trying, I think it was trying to give me a compliment on my eyebrows, but he basically said something along the, I'm trying to remember exactly what he said. He said, Genesis, I would love to kick a soccer ball at your face because those eyebrows are goals. And he just left it at that. And I'm like, wow. Or like flattered. Cause I don't know what to feel. <laughs> I obviously never messaged him cause I was scared. <laughs> wow 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 wow, yeah. wow. So. yeah that's not a good time that also reminded me before i say this i feel like a lot of guys have like fish a bottle or a blunt in their photos like <laughs> it never oh, fails I started on that i'm sorry <laughs> for all of you guys are on the dating apps and you have a picture with a fish i just like, see it too often. why though why do you guys think oh you know what let me show to my fish there's so many men showing fish be different yeah Yeah, that's the thing like be a little creative i'm very like i love things that are original like different like impress me don't do what other people do so i'm swiping and i'm seeing all these like pictures of these guys i'm trying to read through like their description but obviously the first thing you see is the pictures and it's usually like a picture of 
somebody on a boat or there's other ones that I get very confused. It's like, it's a guy, it has the name, but it's like multiple group pictures. So I don't even oh know gosh, which yes. friend group is And what used. if I think your, your friend is cuter than you, then I'm start talking to you. <laughs> now what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, it just sends, yeah, it sends different. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. So I just rather pass. So if you're out there, try to avoid pictures with fishes and at least one with your friends but not every single picture because i need to know which one is you right right now another thing i was thinking about was how guys will have like christian in their thing but their profile is literally like the complete opposite of that yeah i guess it's finding out what that means for them because that's so frustrating it is it really is personally for me one of the things that i had in my profile was you know, I'm a Christian and pretty much the things that I describe, like the things that I do, I go to church on Sundays, sing out with friends, and I pretty much tie it around that. So when I would match with other people that have the same description as Christians and I kind of get to know them a little bit, it kind of gives you a sense of like, okay, well, you are Christian, but your your relationship with, you know, with God and the things that you do, the lifestyle kind of has to match with that and you kind of just the more that you talk to these people you kind of get a feeling of that it's like the person doesn't seem to be you know they believe in god but do they have a relationship with them eh, i don't know about that yeah and some people even ask me like how do you even have that conversation and a question that i feel like i found that works and i know it works because guys will either like unmatch with me or be pissed that i'm asking is i'll just say like <laughs> Like I asked them like, oh, so I see your page says you're a Christian. And then they'll say yes. And I'll say, so how does your life reflect that? Mm. And I've gotten some angry, you can't ask me about my spiritual life or some guys have just been, most guys have. Is that the first question have, that you asked them? No, it's not the first question. Okay. It was like the first direct question. Like, oh. No, no, no. But I think it's a question that helps you get more depth because anyone can say they're Christian and anyone can believe in Christ, but. I think we're looking for more depth than just someone who knows Jesus is real. But most guys have been like, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say tied to that. One thing that I would do is because a lot of my relationship with God, it's also the things that I do. So I serve at church. I am involved in different things. So I would ask, oh, what do you do on Sundays? Or what are your hobbies? And if somewhere in there they say, well, you know, I go to church or I'm part of this ministry or I just came back from a mission trip, stuff like that. Then it kind of tells me, okay, they are involved. You know, God is part of their life, their lives based on the things that they do. But if they don't mention anything like that, not even that they go to church online, at least, you know, that's kind of like, yeah. And most of the guys I ask are just like pretty honest. They're like, you know what? I believe in God, but I'm not really, I'm not really doing it. Or one guy was like, you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not about to wait for sex for marriage. And I'm like, all right, well, it was nice chatting with you because not about to compromise for you. Yeah. Or they would say something like, I'm spiritual, not religious. You know, like, that's I'm going to head out then. Yeah. It's, that's just a lot to unpack. Like, right. You know, and I ask what does that mean? mean, mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And when they explain that, it's like, oh, okay. Mm, I'll pass. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah. So like asking their hobbies and then asking like, how does your life reflect that? I think that's really helpful for people to first reflect but if he gives you a defensive answer, that's no one you want to be with because most of the guys I've went on dates with were actually interested in growing their relationship or they appreciate that I asked the question. So could be a way to just kind of cut through all the BS. 
Oh, absolutely. And word. I think the ones that really have, that are seeking for a godly woman will bring that up into conversation. I think it's also something that many times you probably will bring it first, but if the other person also brings it up at some point, it kind of just shows them, especially if it's a priority. I think that's the first thing that will come up in conversation. I had somebody ask me, you know, well, what was the, what's been the latest what was it that he asked me? Something about scripture. What was the last scripture that you read or Bible plan? And we were just kind of talking about that, which was really cool. It's something that you don't see often, just right off the bat. But yes, it's very difficult. But when you find them, just, you know. Snack them up. Them. <laughs> you mind it. Yep. Having fun with them. But yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, I think the thing that I just want to say is like, do not settle for something that's an almost because. God has so much better for you. You have to remember, like, if he's not it, then there's always more. Like, God is really good, and he doesn't want you to settle for something that's not of him. Absolutely. So, yeah, that would be my advice. Because I've had some some interesting guys, and one guy who literally, I always tell my friends about this, or all my friends know about this guy. We went on our first date, and <laughs> I was asking about his relationship with the Lord. And, like, jokingly, I asked him, like, what's the first book of the Bible? And he's like, uh, Genesis? And I'm like, wait a wait. Were you just, is that it? Are we joking right now? He's like, oh, I got it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to head out. I'm going to have to head out. Then like for the rest of the date, we were like arguing between like why Christians shouldn't be into astrology. He's like, well, but like, what if I believe in it? Like, it was just a waste of my time. And then later he's like, I still want to see where this could go. And I'm like, we're not even on the same page, sir. Yeah. It's so, going to a dead end, honey. Right. Don't. Do not settle, guys. There is someone out there. And if not, Dying alone is going to be a lot better than you being unequally yoked. And I know that doesn't sound fun, but that's where I'm at. And I think, sadly, that's where I'm at because I'd rather be alone. And then that may happen because I'm not going to settle. But also, like, at the end of the day, we are on earth and our lives are for Christ, the final marriage. So that's just something I remind myself of in the hard times. Yeah, absolutely. I think for me... I will say one thing that I learned about this whole online dating, trying different apps, the whole experience is you really, as a woman that follows and lives a lifestyle as a Christ follower, you know, a godly woman, a Christian woman, you really have to know where you stand, you know, your value as a daughter of God, you know, how you see yourself, all of these things, because it's so easy. I remember the first week that I downloaded it. First, I was very new at it. So I was trying to figure out how this works. I got very nervous when I had my first match and everything. You know, I didn't know what to say. But another thing that I learned is like, if you don't know who you are, if you don't know your value and the value that you have in the eyes of your father, it's so easy to allow these matches, these apps to tell you that. And that's a very unhealthy thing to do because I remember the first week I was just glued to my phone just like swiping left swiping right just like not being able to put it down and wanting certain relationships to start off of conversations with some guys that I thought were a good match but turns out that they weren't so you know going back on the app going on a date thinking that it was great and the guy never called me back or they just ghosted me which will happen a lot on dating apps that's just something that I learned. And, you know, in that area, it's like, I don't like ghosting people. Sometimes it just happens that none of us reaches out and that just kind of tells you. But it's a lot of 
rejection, reaching out, rejection, reaching out. And if you put your value and your self-worth in what these men or what these women say about you, people that they don't even know you, you're basically like putting your value on strangers and telling you how worthy you are. You're going to have a very hard time. You're going to be going on these dates and wanting to be filled and seen and valued by people that that's not their main priority. And I remember when I got on the dating app and it was very difficult. I met someone, I was seeing this person for a little bit and, you know, I deleted the app. I completely got out of there. Obviously things didn't work out with this person, which is fine. We were just not a good fit. And then I just said, I'm not going to go back on the dating apps because I remember how difficult it was for me to start developing a relationship with a person and then just losing that completely and then just kind of like bring my way back into the dating app to find someone else. It was very emotionally draining. And it was also taking away time, my personal time, I would say, you know, scripture, just being present with my friends and family. I was just like very hyper-focused on this app. So, you know, a word of advice for you guys out there that are trying dating apps, or you're kind of considering this being an option, just make sure that it doesn't take a hold of you doesn't define you. It's a great tool, like any app, any social media platform that you use, it's not of the devil. There's a lot of good things that come out of it, but it's just the, do we put it on a pedestal? It's the value that we give it. It's just like Instagram. Instagram is a great place to promote your content, to, you know, post your pictures, do videos, all these things. But if you use it for the wrong reasons or you make it your God, your, you know, letter takes God, then it's just going to be destruction. It's just going to, you know, take your life in a different direction that maybe that's not what God intended. So I went back on the dating app with a better perspective, a little more mature after being out of it for a while. And the second time that I went on it, I was a little bit, I was better. Like if something didn't work out with a guy, it wasn't the end of the world. Like I didn't take it too serious to the point like it will hurt me that somebody ghosted me. I'm just like, well, it wasn't meant to be. I always, I do this with any person that I meet, you know, for dating purposes, just God, if it's not from you, take him away in some shape or form. So sometimes when they ghost me, I take it as God's, you know, sign of saying, you know, if they're ghosting you, they don't see your value. You don't need to bother with this person. And that has always been my motive. So currently I, I did meet someone and so far it's been going really good. Oh, how long has it been? It's been a month. Okay. Yeah. It's a month. He's gone. Me acting like I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Like, we, yeah. Like, we're going to talk. But just for my audience out there, like, there are people out there that are worth trying and, you know, getting to know the person that I'm seeing. Intentional. You know, we have really good communication, same sense of humor. So, you know, we're still praying and, you know, seeing if we're good, you know, fit for each other and if it's something that, you know, will be, you know, we want to glorify God, at least my motive, you know, with marriage and just relationships in general, is just reflecting a godly relationship, how the same way that Christ loves the church, that in our relationship, we do the same. So do we have the same values? Do we have the same character that will cater to that? So, you know, and with communication and just being honest and what we're looking for, You know, you can definitely find those people, but you need to know yourself and know your worth before 
you jump into this because it will literally drain you and it will lead you into a path that maybe you didn't intend to go. Yeah. That will be my. Yeah, and and I was going to say, just add on to that, like, this guy she found, he's not just, like, one of those almost, you know? He's, like, the one that initiates conversations about Christ and stuff like that. So that's actually something you can find. It's not just, like, an almost and you have to settle because I've seen that happen off of dating apps where, like, Christians will find, quote-unquote, Christians, but his life doesn't reflect it, but he said he was a Christian and he was attractive and you guys had chemistry. So some people kind of get way too deep into it and then realize, oh, snap. He's not in Christ. And then either they end up together long term and then their relationship with the Lord is affected or things have to end because they didn't think things through. So, yeah, it's possible. I think in my mind, it's just like it's possible to find anyone anywhere. But a dating app is one place that God can provide that for you. Yeah, absolutely. One thing you made me think of is accountability, but also normalize. I want to normalize the fact that this dating app stuff is exhausting. You don't have to feel shame when things don't work out with a guy and you actually feel bad and you want to throw the whole app away. I don't know how many times I've thrown the whole app away. (laughs) Okay. I've done it. Yeah. Right. So many times. So I want to just normalize that. Like it's completely understandable to feel emotionally drained from it. And also I think it's important to have friends in the mix that know about your experience and you can just kind of talk to because that's what's helped me on dating apps just like letting my friends know like this one failed and this sucked and i felt like he had everything and then this happened and or this lacked and this kind of sucks and telling them like i'm done with dating for the rest of my life and then you take some time off and then you realize okay i'm in a better place now to where i can try again so sometimes you you can take breaks that's completely understandable yeah i don't want you to feel shame about that yeah and i wish that's something that i understand that now but before when i first went on it and then met someone, didn't work out, swore off of Hinge or, you know, dating apps. I kind of felt like I was in a better place, but I was ashamed, like, oh, like I'm gonna, like I'm settling for less for like going back on a dating app because I can't meet someone in person. Not that I don't, but there was a yeah. lot of shame. And just the stigma like itself of, you know, using dating apps. But one thing that I remember, it's just a platform especially like our generation, it's very technology heavy, you know, from using Zoom to social media, like Instagram, Twitter, Netflix, like all these things. And I think just our culture and just dating as being part of the culture at this time is just what it is. Because sometimes I think, well, why do I think that dating apps or meeting someone online is not it for me? When, for example, in my parents' youth, when they were dating, the way that they used to do datings, you know, was different. I remember my mom would tell me stories of when she was my age and she was, you know, seeing people and like kind of like on the dating phase that guys will come to her mom's house or her family's house and sit with her parents and her sisters in the living room, have coffee with them, just kind of chit chat and just like get to know them. And then that he would just leave. If you do that in 2021, you're just a random guy and you show up in my house to have yeah. coffee with my parents. Yeah. I'll be like, no, you need to go. Yeah. That's you know, very weird. the way that dating back then and how it's been, you know, through generations is different. So I just took it as you know, online dating is just also what's part of our generation nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's an appropriate way to think about it. But 
I think there were some other things you were saying, like some different research you found about this as well. Yeah. So I was kind of looking around like, okay, how many people are actually on this dating app and what are the, you know, what's the data? I'm not a big research person, but I did find that about 30% of US adults have used dating apps. And I think that dates from 2010 to the present. But then I found another research that instead of that 30%, it's a 60% up to now, I think it's 2020. And it makes a lot of sense because like as the years have progressed, especially from 2010, you know, technology advancement and just like all these new platforms and where COVID. you get to meet people. And then obviously the one that we all know, COVID, you can't physically go out on dates. You know, churches were closed. If, you know, if you go to bars or like places where you meet people, social events, that was not a thing. So I feel like a lot of people at that point resorted to dating apps, which is why it would increase from like that 30% to, to 60. 60. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not bad data. You said there was like even less percentage of people that get married though, right? Yes. And I look, yeah. So a lot of people could be on a dating app, but the chances of those same US adults is of 12%. So out of those 30, I try to wonder why from the 30%, only 12% makes it. And then make it Christian, probably like 3%. (laughs) Yes. Sorry. Exactly. So it's very interesting, but. If you're one of those on the 12% range, I hope I get to be one of those. If I, you know, things go well with the one that I'm with right now, you know, it'll be awesome. And I've known, I know some people, even at church and, you know, people from friends of mine that have met their now spouses on dating apps and they've been married now. I know one that I think they've been married five years, I think. Some of them already have their third child. So obviously they've been, it's not like, it's not possible. I think it's what you put into it. And after you meet, it's just meeting that person on the platform. After that, whatever you make of that relationship, it's pretty much up to you and that other person, and, you know, kind of like how your relationship goes and how you develop that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So one thing I want to leave the people with, and I think I heard this at church when I was with you at your church on Sunday, he was talking about Moses and how the Israelites wanted to go back to Egypt. Was that, that was the same service, I think? They wanted to go go back to Egypt. I can't remember. I think it was at your church. Whatever. It's some church service. He's talking about Numbers 32, where all the Israelites are like, you know what? We're not trying to go into the promised land. The spies came back and they're like, bro, don't go in there. Canaan ain't for us. We can just settle in Gilead because we got livestock and they got room for livestock. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. And that really hit me because I'm like, I think he said something like, don't bail on something you were so passionate about building. And I said, whoa, wait a minute. (laughs) Don't bail on something you were so passionate about building. So I think that relates to our dating life. Like, why settle for something that, first of all, isn't God's will for you? But second, it's not even the best. So it's not even a better option. So I think sometimes, so you can kind of compare it to like, I don't know, candy. So maybe God may have like a, a Snickers for you and you like, you know what? This Hershey's little cube here looks real nice. So first of all, it's out of God's will for you, but you got a whole Snickers bar waiting and you try to eat this little square that's melting in your car. So 
once again, don't bail on something that you're so passionate about building. Like I said, I think marriage is a miracle at this point in my life. Not even to be funny, like it's literally a miracle that two people find each other, want to be with each other for the rest of their lives, can be in Christ, also attracted to each other and have a same goal and trajectory. Like that's a miracle. So to bail on something so beautiful that is the design of Christ for two people coming together, it just wouldn't be in your best interest. So I just want to encourage you guys not to settle and just be patient and wait for the Lord to show you what he has for you if it is marriage. And if not, remember that the ultimate marriage is between you and Christ. Yeah, I think I would say with that, my takeaway from that whole experience is because when I stepped out, I took some time to really do like a self check. What like what's making me so desperate to find someone on these apps? What is that emptiness or what desperation is really communicating? And then I realized that I needed to know a different side of my relationship with God that maybe I'd never like tapped into. And I did. And it got to a point where I was just so happy to be single. And I remember somebody, you know, being interested and trying to get to know me and stuff. But I was just so happy <laughs> with just being by myself, me and God, that I basically said, I'm, I'm happy where I'm at right now. I don't really see a relationship right now for me going, you know, anywhere. And that really shifted things for me. So when I went back on the dating app, it felt like even if I don't find someone, even if I find a guy really cute and attractive, but things don't work out, I'll be fine. Because at the end of the day, like my relationship with God, you know, Jesus loves me way more and everything that he's promised me and says about me has more meaning and value than what any person on this app or just in person will ever say. And once you find that confidence, it kind of makes you even more attractive because people get to see, they get to kind of sense that confidence that doesn't come from, you know, validation from other people. It comes from somewhere where higher and the right person would, will notice that and will want that and pursue that. I mean, I mean, if you find somebody and you both are striving to, you know, honor God and, you know, work on your calling and all of that, you will find that person or that person. You you will basically meet at some point and run that together. One thing that I will say is you, it's that, I think it's in Galatians where it says you shall know them by their fruits. And it's basically talking about the fruits of the spirit. So one thing for me is just, does this person displays the fruits of the spirit? Are they kind? Are they joyful? Do they have self-control? All of these things. And if, do I have those? Because sometimes we only look at what the other person has to offer. We don't even look okay. at what we yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, girl, I'm telling you right now. God sat me down and he had a talk with me, basically. <laughs> when you go back on these dating apps, this is what you need to do. But it's fun. I think at the end of the day, dating should also be fun. Like, take it serious, but also, you know, have fun. Like, get to know these people just for who they are, not what they necessarily have to offer you or for the cute Instagram pictures or <laughs> the free food, which is always also. I was just about to say, girl, go ahead and get them free free meals and <laughs> see if it sticks. You know, but also have fun, you know, like do stuff. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you know, I feel like we take it so serious and when it doesn't work out, we think there's no one out there for me. You know, like if it's not this one, it's no one. And that's right, right, not- right. And those are also <laughs> very normal feelings to have, but do not stay there. <laughs> Yeah, don't don't dwell. Like, yeah, 
treat those feelings like visitors. Just let them come in, acknowledge them, but eventually they need to move on and you should move on too. So Yeah. Yeah. So I think having a good mindset coming in, but also maintaining it throughout. Because I think like you were saying, you maybe had a great mindset in the beginning at some point, And then you're like on the app so much, you're like falling off on your relationship with the Lord. And I can relate to that at some points too. So just maintaining that connection with Christ because he will give you wisdom to navigate all this stuff as well. So yeah. Anything and else no you want to add? With fishes. Yeah, Just no more pictures with fishes, man. Okay? Stop playing. Stop it with and, and also, yeah. you're a catfish if you don't smile. And also, if you're wearing a hat. I said what I said. <laughs> if all of your pictures have hats on in them, you're a catfish. If none of your pictures you're smiling in, you're a catfish. I said what I said. Or like the picture where I've run into these and... It's like they have a picture and there's like a lot of females or they're just like hugging someone. They right. don't explain like sister. That's like. Like, why are you carrying Sally right now on a dating app? For what? That's attractive yeah, to me? Yeah, yeah. Like, is this your sister or should I be concerned? Like, uh, uh. people be wilding out here also. I've found some profiles and I'm like, you shouldn't even be allowed <laughs> in this app. <laughs> yes, that's very oh, true, okay. but. But yeah, have fun. Remember to put Christ first. And yeah, that's my advice. Anything else for you? Genesis, anything else to add? I would say just, you know, know yourself. Know yourself in God. But you shall know them by their fruits. So also don't look at his cute face. Also look at what he says and what he does. And don't doubt that God can use a dating app to... Yeah, because I think, because again, like that mentality that I had at the beginning, it's like, no, like it's me being desperate, finding somebody literally on my phone, or I don't trust God enough that he will bring him to me, that I have to go on a dating app and find it myself. I feel like the same way that you plan to show up an event where there's a lot of single men, it's pretty much the same platform as you going online, you know, call it Instagram or bumble or i don't know about tinder i never use tinder no ma'am don't do that stop anybody who's on get off if you're a christian Christian (laughs) there's like so many platforms nowadays just make sure you put that little christian toggle on there what is it the little christian filter stop playing out here y'all out here dating boys just because they cute and you're a christian you better put that dang christian filter on there stop Mm -hmm. playing games yeah just look beyond the cute eyes and the I don't know. I don't know what women Cute are into fish. right now. Yeah, fish, not not fish, not men holding fishes, but everything else. Just yeah. look, look after that. You know, like look beyond that. Yes, 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 and get them free meals. All right, guys. Well, this has been a good time. I hope it was helpful in just kind of normalizing the dating experience for you guys. If you have any input or funny stories from your dating, please share them. I will keep you anonymous, but I think it'd be hilarious to see some funny stories. So you can well, send those. Yeah, you can send those to at the parallel pod on Instagram and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for having me. Of course.